Welcome to a brand new episode of Towelite Scum. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the crossover episodes. Okay. Yeah. Well, these folks... They have no idea. The channel. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I'm <laughs> Casey. It to them. It's me. <laughs> the Seavage. And I'm Chris. So Chris is from Don'tForgetAtowel.com. Uh, he's my co-editor-in-chief over there, uh, where you see a lot of cross-promotion between the two brands, uh, Warlock and Don't Forget a Towel. Um, we mix and match, but Chris and I have a podcast together. This Chris, he'll be the seavage for the rest of this yeah. this episode. This Chris, um, we have a podcast called Towel Late Talk, which is similar, you know, uh, weekly, geekly, pop culture news Um as well, and every year, or you know, when Chris lived in New York City, maybe every six months, we would do a crossover episode for the podcast. We would do Gourmet Scum and Towel Light Talk, and we call it Towel Light Scum. So, um, for you, you new uh, viewers, this will be whoa, <laughs> who's this random dude? But we've all been friends for jeez. A very long time now. I think we're on year 25 or something. These two, what are you at, 25? I, I think it's been almost 25 years, yeah. Uh, we are you 21. May be. So, uh, yeah, right? No, 22. This would be the 22nd. How old am I now? Yeah, because <laughs> 1996 was when I first met Chris. So it's 22 now. Okay. Huh. Centuries. <laughs> then maybe we're old. Maybe we've been we've we've been friends since sixth grade. Yeah. So, yes. you know, I know this guy my whole life. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anywho, uh, they love that the whole history. They needed <laughs> that. Love. They needed that for this episode to know what's going on. But yeah. So <clears throat> we've that's what Chris is. He's you know we we consider him family. We're all uh, we're all related here, and um, we decided to get away from the pool, step into my hot uh, room, and, and shoot an episode for you guys. Sticky this is nothing, sticky sweat. No, this actually tried was... getting in the crep from the eighties. Yeah, set. yeah. It's <laughs> now that's a hot room. Yeah, hot set. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about Star Wars. Huh? Um, it, it's something that. All of us talk about in pretty much every episode of everything that we do. I'm sure they're like, click. Star Wars? Yeah. Someone's into Star Wars. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. The download, the, the listeners are definitely into Star Wars because that's all we talk about. Hopefully you guys, Brandon, David Hesse, <laughs> hopefully you enjoy. This is an all Star Wars episode. So if you're not into Star Wars, yes, stop. Stop it right now because you're going to have a horrible time with us. But the rest of you, I hope you enjoy. Turn it up loud. The next four hours <laughs> of Star Wars As we talk. Drilled into the EU. <laughs> oh, Twenty years of history. We're definitely not going to do no, that today. No. Um, so never. no, 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 no. But you know, it might come up a little bit in, in this conversation. Um, basically, I, I wanted to do a little bit of a State of the Union, uh, you know, with Star Wars and. Uh, we even though we talk about it in all of our shows, we usually talk about like what's happening at the time. You know, what's the news of Star Wars? Whereas 
this one I kind of wanted to give a little more in-depth conversation to how we've been feeling as Star Wars fans since Disney took over Lucasfilm in 2014, 2015? Well, it was 2013, right? That they bought it. I believe. And then when was episode 7? Or it might have been 2012. Okay. When it was actually... Purchased? Purchased? Maybe 13. 2015 was episode 7. 7, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we've had since two... Maybe 13 they, they made the announcement. They made the announcement, yeah. So um, since that time, you know, the emotional roller coaster of, oh my gosh, there's going to be Star Wars. So let's let's go back to that first feeling of, what were what did you think when you heard that Disney was taking over, I can't remember, what was the price tag? $4 billion yes. from... From Lucasfilm, George Lucas is selling off the rights to Star Wars. What do you remember about just that? Well, that he sold feeling? Lucasfilm. He sold all of it. Yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, Indiana Jones. That's true too. All that. Yeah, yeah, all, all of it. Everything is Willow. Yes, Willow. Howard the Duck. Oh, all, all of the all, one. All the big ones. It's all under Disney now. Um, but yeah, what, what can you remember about that time and and what your feelings were? All right, I'll start. Well, it had been a good 15 years since the prequels came out, so that was a long gap. Since the first, you mean since episode one? One, like 1999 to what, 2005? No, 2003, right? Every two years it came out? 2005 no. was, was uh, Sith. 99, 2000, oh yes, every three years, just like the original yeah. one. Yeah, That's right. yeah, it was every three years. So, I mean... In that aspect, we had waited so long for those movies in the first place to come out that, you know, the weight of the unknown, was George Lucas going to put out more movies? Was he just going to stop? You know, we didn't know. And all of a sudden, that goes through, and it's, we saw what they did with Marvel, and, you know, I was on the positive end of that, and was happy to see it kind of go into the hands of a company that would put some money into it, put some fans behind the cameras and the scripts, and, you know... As much as I love George Lucas, you got to think about the, like all these. Uh, you have to, like I said, the EU. You know, a lot of those were just fan created. Um, you know, authors, but fans of the series, all greenlit by George Lucas. Uh, so it was exciting to see something brand new, um, and like I said, with a lot of money behind it. Clone Wars was still on <clears throat> at that time, right? So that was like still. Was it on? I yes. think it was. They did like. No, I believe it wasn't on because they had to do those lost episodes. Okay, check into it. I don't, I don't think it was running during that time. Okay, so what what were your thoughts though? I'm just looking up this. Clone I was excited. Here. Yeah, yeah. There was nothing, no trepidation. Um, what excited me even more was that Lucas really had nothing to do with it anymore. <laughs> um, you know, I don't hate. George Lucas, I, it, you know, Star Wars, more than many things that we enjoy wouldn't be here if it weren't for George Lucas. However. Clone Wars went to 2015. Wow. The 2015's when those lost episodes okay. came out, but yeah. Okay. Um, I was excited at the prospect of somebody other than him being able to make Star Wars movies. That that was exciting to me. Certainly, you know, 
Marvel under Disney. I mean, there was nothing for me personally. There was nothing bad about the the whole thing. I was just like, woohoo, you know. And 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 at that point, it was still well. Lucas will have some. He'll be able to make some. He still had some say, right? In, well, in he said he would have creative like uh, he, input, okay. creative input, which eventually that got thrown out the window, and <laughs> they didn't take any of his input. Which, rightfully so, I, I believe. I'm okay with that. Um, so, yeah, that initial, I mean, it was excitement. That's all I, re- I just remember being super excited. And 100% mostly because we were getting new Star Wars movies. That was like, holy crap. That was the big deal about the whole thing for me. Was, oh, they're making more. And they're making more of in the where I want them to make these sequels to Return of the Return Jedi. of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was like, oh my god, you know. So Yeah, I think it was a it was crazy. You know what I mean? Like ten years since Revenge of the Sith and none of us here are huge prequel fans, sorry. You know what I mean? Like there's some there's some little things here and there that I can go, okay, that's cool, but for the most part, you know, eh, it's it's just rough going with those films. So to know that Disney, like Chris had said, they're going to put some money behind it. They're going to really, you know, with Disney, they're going to push it and they're going to make it that high quality that they bring to, uh, you know, what they do. So, yeah, that was an exciting time. So then we get the announcement of J.J. Abrams in episode uh, seven and everyone's back. Hamill and Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford and all that stuff. And I think that was – did you go to that celebration, Seavage? Was mm-hmm. that the year? Yeah. So the you were in California, probably – California, right? Anaheim, yeah. Yeah, so you were even more in a fever pitch of, of, <laughs> of excitement. Oh, yeah. With the heart yeah. of it. I mean, that was – that one was way better than the one we went to last year, personally, for me, for sure. Do you, you, the energy I was will different. I would that if we would have went to that 40th anniversary panel. That would have oh, been, yeah, that would have been amazing. That would have made it, I think. <laughs> um, but it was different because it was, mm-hmm. it was a build-up. This, this was Star Wars celebration of the new era of Star Wars. So. Yeah. The the atmosphere was electric and and ev- I mean everyone was excited, you know. And you so, remember watching that trailer? Well, yeah, they showed that teaser for the first time with Chewie. We're home there, and to be in a a group of six thousand fans <laughs> who all see it at the same time, and I mean it was you know everyone was crying and screaming and. <laughs> <laughs> No! They ruined stuff! No, no, we'll I mean, talk it, about that. It was amazing. Already? <laughs> it really was amazing. Yeah. So, so Yeah, and the fact that JJ was behind it, I was super pumped. Yeah. Uh, We're all JJ fans. Love yeah. JJ Abrams. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, how could they go wrong? That's, that's what I feel. Yeah, right. Like, right. I was just like, no, no, no. There's right. no way, you know, this this was going to be the Star Wars movie that I personally have been waiting for since 1983, so. So what do you remember, uh, Chris, like, what do you remember about watching episode seven? 
that first time. And just so just a little bit of history on all, I guess on all of us, like we I feel like we had seen most of the prequels together. We had all seen the uh re the well you don't see the poster over there, but the special editions <laughs> yeah. in ninety seven, that was at least Chris and I's first theatrical experience for Star Wars. Seavage is like 8,000 years old, so he, <laughs> he had seen them in the theater. Well, I saw Empire and, and Jedi in the theater. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, that's but, awesome. you know, we had not, so I, we, I think we all saw the, yeah. at least Star we saw, Wars. We, we, we saw, saw Star Wars together. Three together. Who? Three us, three yeah. Three of us. I thought we saw two as well. I saw two with him, maybe. Well, I, I yeah, I saw Phantom, so Chris and I were in high school, we saw Phantom Menace. Slept overnight. When you had to remember that stuff before the time of picking your seats. Oh no, we waited in line. Yeah, we waited in line at six o'clock in the morning to get tickets to see it at midnight when there was actual midnight shows, which they don't do anymore. Yeah. Um. So they still do like okay, they do midnight shows, but they don't. You don't have to because now there's a seven o'clock show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't understand the how the money works that way, but whatever. Um. But anywho, I guess the three of us have seen many Star Wars together <laughs> as a group, as being huge Star Wars fans, and I know my personal feeling about Episode 7 was, this is the most anticipated movie of my entire life. Oh, for sure. I would, I'd never, I'd no other movie, and I don't think any other movie, even now, I, I mean, I can't say that 100% for sure, but no other movie to me up until this point was more anticipated. I was looking more forward to seeing, like, how are they going to do Star Wars? Especially after seeing those trailers, knowing J.J., knowing Disney. So what So what do you remember, Chris, about seeing, like, you're walking out of Episode 7, like, what did you think? I, you know, to build up to that point, uh, especially with what they had been doing with the canon, you know, they started that right away. And so you're getting these little tidbits of this new world that they're trying to build and since they threw out everything before, except for the movies and Clone Wars and a few other things, it was it was just a clean slate. So yeah, that is. Well, we're going to talk about that too yeah. about canon and because I just want to you know because I think the canon was started right as right after the acquisition, right? So they started doing books. So they said and rebels and rebels. rebels yeah, right, they're yeah. done. You know, we'll dabble. So they're done with. All the EU. The Wild West of Star Wars is done. It yeah. doesn't count anymore. Sorry, Mara Jade. Sorry, Cheezor. Sorry, all that stuff. For now. For now. Yeah. But they they created a story group. Right. Um, which was a bunch of, you know, Star Wars geeks who would keep everything in, in time, in timeline. Create every book that comes out is in the timeline. Every movie that is in the timeline. Every uh, show is in the timeline. So... Which is easier. It's way easier than going back to the to the 30 years and be like, is this Dark Horse comic connected to this because of this? Like, no, it's not. And that's the other thing. Every comic is now in the timeline. Yeah, so, it's too convoluted. Um, yeah, that's why I said the clean slate thing was nice. And it made yes. a lot of people mad. Uh, but if you, you know... I. From a business standpoint, it makes 100% exactly. sense. For a new generation, it makes a whole lot yep. of sense. You still have those stories. Go read them. They're called Legends now. Yeah. You can just pretend they happened. Um, to answer your question, you know, going into that movie was just, I had my ear pl- earplugs that we used for swimming. I had them in. I was reading, I was reading one of the, I don't remember what book I was reading. You mean like in line so in you didn't line. hear other nerds like I was, stupid sweaty things to each other? That, but also we, were, we saw the second 
the second showing, so there was people coming out of the theater, and I always think about the oh, Simpsons yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, so that's my nightmare. But um, I got through that, got in the theater, and walked out of there pretty amazed by what I had seen. Every orifice was leaking. Yes. I, um, I had to go to the bathroom, and I did not go just in my pants. <laughs> no. <laughs> what about you? Well, you were there. I was there. I <laughs> but they don't um, know. I, w- I mean, one of the best movie-going experiences I've ever had. Really? Truly? Yeah. I mean, that movie, I love it. I love The Force Awakens. I loved it then. I love it now. Uh, I just, I think it's fantastic. It totally blew me away. I got lost in it. I, I was... You know, happy, sad, like every emotion through that movie. And uh, I don't know, man. I just, uh, for me, it delivered way over my expectations. So. I agree. I agree. Um, I was, (laughs) I was like, they are on the right path. Uh, This this makes up for <laughs> the prequels. Every, yeah, everything yeah. shitty that was coming Star Wars wise, I was just like, "Wow, they really did it." Um, yeah, super impressed. I just was so happy. So at at that time, amongst the you know, so we got this new movie, we got Rebels, we also got the announcement of what they were calling anthology movies or a star wars story or or whatever um and at that at that time i think they did make an official announcement of rogue one oh yeah because it was and at, boba it was, fett it was at uh celebration celebration um where they showed the that rogue one that teaser for rogue one right that of the, of the death star death star yeah. right um which we didn't go to. Yeah, it seems like they were just primed and just ready to go with with things. Right. On that yearly basis. Like yes. You're teasing that already, and we'll talk about this later, how they treat the solo thing. But, yeah, it was just they were throwing everything at you. It was, it was fun at the beginning to try to keep up with, like, the comics and all that, but they were just... Throwing that stuff down your throat, too. So it was like... We did keep up. <laughs> we did. For a long time. For a long time. Yeah, we... Yeah, Chris um, I'm behind now, but it's... it's. Uh, I was impressed by the amount of media that they were putting out. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people said, you know, it's oversaturation. And to me, I'll be honest with you, I don't think that way because it's not like it's not anything that Marvel hasn't been doing since the beginning of time. Like, there, there's always been books... There's been movies, there's been video games, there's been comics, you know what I mean? Like, that that's not a new concept, and to think that Star Wars is oversaturating as one of the, if not the biggest franchise that's ever existed well, in pop culture. I think, I think maybe from the standpoint of before, it was increments Desolate. of time. Right, right, right. Yeah, every three years. And now it's like... It's nonstop. It's not going away. Yeah, yeah. There is no break. It's yes. constant Star Wars everything. Yep. So I think that's what people are like. You know, it's taking away some of the um, mystique, f- fun, and anticipation of a Star Wars thing. You know, like now it's just readily available anywhere, anytime, 
Whereas before, it was a very special thing. It was like, well, boom, they're pushing <laughs> this right here for this year. It'll go away a couple of years, and then boom, it comes, you know. Right. Now it's... Well, yeah, and from the marketing standpoint of Disney and and every Hasbro and all the companies that have a license, it's just, you know, as a collector, I tried, I, I was keeping up for a little while, and I just said, you know, I can't do it. It's, it is, it gets overwhelming. And the thing, like, when you watch the toys that made us, they talk about how toys sell specifically when the movies come out. But like you said, if there's no break, it's always there, and they're just flushing them. And the problem with collecting was that they weren't revolving a lot of this stuff fast enough because they didn't understand the demand of the fans, which kind of made people mad. And also, um, you know, it would take months to maybe to get that toy on the shelf or something like that. It was, it was kind of frustrating for a while. That's why I kind of scaled back on, on my normal Star Wars toy collecting. Yeah, I would, yeah, some of that stuff, like... I like to read, and I find that there's a lot of Star Wars books. Mm-hmm. And, and to be honest with you, I like them. So I, I I don't read a lot of non-Star Wars books because every couple months there's a new... Like, I get done with one, and I'm like, oh, there's another one. Well, I, I guess that's what I'm reading. But, um, but anywho, besides all that, so we're happy with the movie. You know, we're excited about the movie. We're excited about the announcement of these stories, these anthologies... Kind of, right? Because at the same time, there's things that we we don't... Even as fans, like, do we care that there's going to be a movie about the the Death Star? You know what I mean? Getting the, the transcripts or whatever, like the plans to make the Death Star? You know, it was Solo wasn't announced until a year later, I don't think, right? I don't even remember. Yeah, I think it was like... It was one of those rumblings, and then it just kind of came out, and nobody was like, "Woo!" Everyone was just like, oh. "It was announced." Yeah, it was announced. It was a a year. Yeah, in London. A year. Yes. Yes, in London. In London. But people London, knew London. it was coming before that, right? Because uh, it was in like you know news blogs all over the place. Like they were making a solo movie, but the official announcement was was, that, was yeah. that year um, when Rogue One was going to come out for the holidays. That's so. Yeah, so with these these yearly movies, um, and the other thing that switched that we didn't talk about was the December release instead of the normal May release, which which for me I was fine. I think it's I the was, best. Thing I ever. was like, oh my gosh, this is movie. awesome! It's, yeah. it's it, they're moving they're moving it to Lord of the Rings territory. They're moving it to Harry Potter territory. Like, and those those holiday spots were what. They had a hand in making those movies fun and special and eventful. You know what I mean? Because every holiday you knew, oh, Christmas is coming around the corner, but so is Harry Potter. So is Lord of the Rings. So is, yeah. It's like those November, December spots were like prime real estate for these amazing fun event films. Made perfect sense to throw Star Wars in there. I was like, this is this is just fantastic. And then from a business standpoint... Tons of money. You got Tons the holiday toys and, and marketing push. I mean, it just makes sense. Yep. So, totally on board with that. Um, Alright, so, episode 7, super excited, super happy. Next year's Rogue One. Kind of what are thoughts about Rogue One? I was, I was really excited for the anthology movies, to be honest with you. I... You know, I 
I wanted to see them tackle something outside of um, Skywalker, Skywalker scope, yeah. uh, the saga films, whatever you want to call them. I was, you know, I wish some of the older movies were better, like the Ewok movies, you know. It would be better. <laughs> Hold your tongue. <laughs> They're great. They're coming Sorry. back. <laughs> um, but the the idea of that, uh, I did, I always wanted to kind of know that story. So why? I said, why not? And I was, my anticipation for that movie was pretty high. Not episode seven high. It was kind of waning back and forth because you can never beat that initial Star Wars is coming back feeling. No. Uh, that was just... Stupid. It's it is it's like an orgasm. Um, but <laughs> I wouldn't know. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Rogue One. I was I was super excited for. Yeah, I um, I wasn't super excited for it, but it was it was Star Wars again, and I'm always going to be excited for a Star Wars film. But it was just like okay, it's Star Wars movie, and I still saw it opening night, and I still. I braved the elements to actually see it that yeah. night. There was a wicked snowstorm. Yes, there was. But I didn't care. I said to my wife, "This it, it doesn't matter. We're going. It's Star Wars." But um, I end up loving that movie. I know you. You're you like it, right? Uh, I like it. I don't love it. Yeah. Um, and the anticipation for it was it was you know in the it was more like okay, let's see what they're going to do here with a Star Wars movie that's not. Luke and, you know, yeah. all that stuff and the Skywalker thing. And that was cool. But I was also a little like, man, like, why does it have to be still in the timeline? You know what I mean? Because it was still connected to the Skywalker saga. Yes. There's a Skywalker. Uh, <laughs> I mean, to me, I still think, I think about this as when I'm going to watch a Star Wars marathon, Rogue One is going to go before A New Hope. There's no reason to me, why it wouldn't? Yeah, Agreed. yeah, but I mean, it's all connected. You know, we didn't, we didn't really need it. We don't need uh, it, and I understand why Disney is doing that because it's safe, it's as opposed to going across the galaxy and with far, a bunch far of, away, <laughs> a bunch of characters that you've never heard of and no machines that you've heard of or anything like that. But that's what I want. In the Star Wars world, I want to expand it and open it up and see, because there's more than just Tatooine and Hoth and the Death Star. So I was excited, but I wasn't over the over the moon. And then you know I liked the movie, but the last ten minutes are what really like. I mean, the last ten minutes of that movie make the movie for me. Like I loved all of that Scarif. Yeah. Scarif on, I was like, this is... So maybe, like, you know, the last 40 minutes. The last 40 minutes are fantastic. Yeah. But really, that was... Yeah. That very... The ending was just, like... I was crying, laughing, because I just had never seen what they showed us. <laughs> well, I mean... It, and we wanted it so bad. Yeah. That's actually one of the best uh, things of cinema history now in my... <laughs> I, I really do, because I, I remember crying... In, in in absolute joy of seeing what we've always read about, what we've always heard about. Like, this was Vader being full Vader. And I, I just... That, to me, like, I can think back at certain times in, in cinema history that instantly got etched in my brain as, oh my gosh, that's one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. Well, and then to have it connect so perfectly yes. to a new Yeah, with bringing in Leia I mean, too, you were literally it? seeing stuff 
It was like you were seeing New Hope, but you were seeing stuff that you had never seen in New Hope before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like somebody turned the camera a different way. Yeah. And like, oh shit, this was happening like moments <laughs> before what you what you know. So yeah. that was... That was so cool. Very exciting. Yeah. Um, but overall, I've I've maybe watched the movie three times hmm. um, altogether. Uh, the ending I've seen <laughs> many times. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I own it, you know. And yeah, when I do do a, a, a marathon, I will do Rogue One. Rogue One and New Hope and such and such. But you know, I'm I I was like ready for something new, something fresh. So speaking of new and fresh, one more thing yeah. here. Just the I, what they do with these anthology films now with Rogue One and now with Solo, it's it opens up the canon a lot. And it gives you the opportunity to play around in that sandbox. And they did a good job with that. I thought with like Saw Gerrera, tying that with the Clone Wars. We read Catalyst, which I think added a lot to the movie. Uh, I think it would not have been as good to me without reading Catalyst. Yeah. It's, which it's, isn't it's, really good as a movie. Like, that's that you had to rely on that book to make it better. But, but yeah. is this not the idea behind yeah, that yeah. world building like that? So I do like, um, we'll talk about Solo a bit, but yeah, that idea of tapping into the canon and just kind of de- doing these Easter eggs. Um, and they're, they don't feel artificial or anything. They're just like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so. We'll talk about the canon a little bit more, but I say these solo movies are what is doing a good job of it. So then it, so now Star Wars takes a turn, right? Now it's The Last Jedi. And this is kind of the state that we're in. We're still living in, even though it came out last December, we're still living in a post-Last Jedi world as far as Star Wars goes. So, you know, what are your thoughts about that and and just The Last Jedi and, I guess, expectations versus actuality? And I can't make it through that movie anymore. I've tried. What do you mean? I watch it and then I fall asleep or I turn it off. Where more like I liked the movie a lot the first time I watched it. I liked it a lot the second and third time I watched it, and now I'm just kind of like I I don't I almost can't watch it at certain times. It just it's not that Star Wars film I wanted to sit there and 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 delve into like I used to. It just it's it's an odd thing, and I think maybe all the negativity around it. I I don't know why I feel like that. I've had it in my PS4. And I just, I look at it, I'm like, should I watch this now? No, I don't watch it. Um, I feel that what Ryan Johnson did is an interesting thing, very interesting, that he took everybody's expectations and threw them over his shoulder, like Luke throws that lightsaber. <laughs> um, you know, and he puts a lot of those, like the what Kylo Ren says about, you know, forget... <laughs> Forget what you know and all that. Forget the past. Forget Kill the it past. if you have to. Kill it. You know, it's <laughs> like it's it's a, he made a very bold movie uh, with the Last Jedi. Like it or not, I mean, like this movie has its highlights and it has its low points for me too. So it's 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 a tough one to swallow. Still, what about you? Um, I like it. I don't love it. There was a time that I loved it. And now I'm at like it. <laughs> yeah. um, my ante- anticipation for it was through the roof. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, not as much as Force Awakens, but no. But, but it was pretty. We're high. back to the saga films, and 
that fun it was anticipation. Yes, it was Luke. all Luke. It was like, oh my god, because Luke is my favorite Star Wars character ever. Um, so I mean, I think you know, for the most part, watching it, I still had those that emotional roller coaster feeling. I still was like smiling and crying and. For a couple of scenes, I was actually at the edge of my seat, and I was like breathing really hard because I, I was expecting something. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> um, and then not given that something. Um, but again, like what scene? He gave us what he wanted yeah. to give us. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. Um, he certainly. He teased you with what you wanted and then turned it right around and gave you what he wanted, yep. which is fine. That's him. You know, we, who are we? You know, we aren't making these movies. This is all fan expectation and what we think is going to happen, what we want to happen. And, you know, if we're mad about it, shame on us. Like, whatever. Like, don't watch it. It's not our movie, you know? Um, and, I think I came out of it almost speechless. I remember just being very, like, not really knowing how to process the movie. Um, Because I think, (laughs) good or bad, these movies have a rhythm to them, and you were expecting these rhythms to play out, and he fucked up those rhythms. Um, So really kudos for him fucking up the rhythms because it did send things in different directions. Um, but I think as a fan who, where you have these rhythms in mind and you think, you know, where these stories are headed, um, just, just looking at them fresh with new characters and whatnot. Uh, that was a little like jarring. Cause it was like, Oh, it didn't happen how they usually happen. <laughs> these movies like usually turn up. Um, So that, like, took it off course for a little bit. And I just remember not really being able to process it. And we went back-to-back that same night. Um, And I remember I had to take River home from that first showing because he was emotionally not there for a second viewing. He was like, I want to go home. Yeah. (laughs) Um, They just killed Luke Skywalker. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I didn't care about killing Luke no. because I knew Luke was going to die. Like, I didn't think he was going to die in this one. Yeah. But I thought, yes, they're going to kill Luke. Yes, they will kill Luke. Um, so I was fine with that part of it. Um, my thing was, because on, honest to God, what they did with Luke in this movie, I'm okay with. Like, I thought it was really cool. After the fact, I think like it makes sense. It with what he set up with Luke, it totally makes sense for Luke char- Luke's character to do the things that he did, um, and yet still be the badass legend that people think he is. He just did it on his own terms. But as a geeky Star Wars fan, <laughs> you want to see Luke wreck shop, and that's. And that's a silly thing to want because, honestly, it doesn't help tell the story. 
It's just a visual thing that you, as a, you know, 40-year-old man-child, <laughs> yeah. want to see come to fruition. You want to see Luke use his full power doing crazy shit. But, again, in the end, I totally understand, and it makes sense for Luke in this movie. For him to do what he did. And he still was pretty badass. He still was. He did it exactly the way he wanted to do it. I was still smiling, even though I didn't get him pulling down ships with his force powers and stuff like that. I was still smiling. I still was like, oh, that's awesome when he when it was revealed that he was still on Octu. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, this guy he is powerful. You know, he's just using it in a different way. He still saved the day, um, so I'm okay with it. Uh, my issues really were with my own geek expectations. That's it. I had no story expectations. It was mostly just geeky visual expectations. And then things that were in the movie blew my mind. You know, some things were like, oh my god, like we've never seen this in a Star Wars movie. Like, this is fantastic. Yeah. You know? Um, but overall, I felt like, man, and here's my issue with Lucasfilm right now as a entity, is that I don't like how they really are just throwing shit at the wall. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's my kinda, major yeah. thing is that, no, 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 no. Like, you need to plan these things out. Like, this isn't working. <laughs> just being like, you know what, we'll make this and then uh, we'll just go to it. What are your story groups for? I thought the story groups were there to really like shepherd this continuity thing. Like, why make episode 7 not have really any idea of what's happening in 8 or 9? Like, that just doesn't make any sense to me. So you're going to get these differing weird like Saga movies that they may have some tissue, but I mean, Ryan really like, he just, he, he literally made a fan film and, and like, that's, you know what I mean? Like I, I had a love and it turned into a like, and it's, I think what it's hard for me about episode eight is that I can tell you all the reasons why I hate Phantom Menace and attack (laughs) the clones and revenge. I can tell you. This is why this is not a good movie. And you can defend it, but there's just straight up things that make a bad movie a bad movie. Last Jedi, I can't necessarily tell you why it's not what I want, but it's that feeling as a Star Wars fan for 30 plus years where I'm just like, it's it's a weird feeling. Like, it's weird putting in a Star Wars movie and going, "Uh," like, I'm I'm not in love with it and I don't hate it. And I don't, and it's just, it's just not a, it's not a good place for Star Wars fans. <laughs> you should, I, I, and then maybe that's bad. Again, it's bad for all of us Especially to have Especially in this, in this trilogy, this new trilogy. Right. To be so wishy-washy on that second one, when the first one not only knocked it out of the park, for me personally, but also set up some very cool and yeah. intriguing things. Mm-hmm. Where the second one just basically threw that all out right. the window. Right. Um, and it's not, again. It's, it's all of our expectations. It's our expectations yes. and a shame on us for thinking yeah. it was going to go that way. You know? We but, also don't have a closure to it either. 
So, even though this movie feels like a, the end of the series, to be honest with you. I mean, they can build off what they did, but at the end of that movie, you're like... Well, it, it was kind of like... be something else. It's the spark that. of the rebellion. Right. That's what, it, so, that's what it's doing. It's weird because... But that could end the trilogy so, with the spark of the rebellion. Right. Um, it's that... The end of that movie and the fact that we don't have the final piece of this three-movie puzzle. Um, so perhaps the third movie changes how we feel about this completely. It could. It could. It you know? really could. They they could do some stuff that... Make it so like, oh, wow, that all makes sense. Yes. Especially yes. with J.J. And I'm back. hoping yes. that's what it does. Yes. Thank God. But again, we're, putting in, a, we're putting in a lot of hope. That's all we can. That's all the rest. Yeah, but it's, but, it's, but it's JJ. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's JJ. Um, and um, and clearly, they have seen the backlash. Oh, um, clearly they know uh, they need to fix some things. I, I'm not saying fix some things, but I'm just saying adjust. They do need to reevaluate how they're doing this and i think they are you know i think that okay so we'll talk a little bit about solo and in rogue one too i feel those two movies do a better job at connecting the star wars galaxy than these these saga movies are doing the saga movies to me are but they don't have to they don't have to right. but i'm saying like the saga movies are like these separate entities that completely exist. They're in Star Wars canon, of course, because we have all those old people, but all the old people are, like, dying, too. So it's almost like we're really just trying to push in this new world. Whereas those Which two, makes sense. Right. Those other two stories are saying, let's bind the galaxy together. Well, I think what we forget to think about is um, the Skywalker saga is very micro, and it really yeah. wants it to be encompassing all the Star Wars universe. Well, I hope it doesn't. Yeah. If you read, I just started reading that Legend of Luke Skywalker book, and it's, and that book right there puts Luke Skywalker in the position that a lot of people don't even think he's real. Uh, yeah. That he's a myth. Oh, he's or, a legend. He's a legend, you know. Yeah. So, you know, Star Wars fans, perhaps the ones that are, get upset about things, are thinking on too big of a scale that that, you know, that's what they wanted, but also this is what Star Wars is really about. And it, I just feel that, like you said, those other movies help kind of grow it out on the like along with the canon. But to what Sievich said, the story group, I don't think they're utilizing them in a way. Like if you say, "Hey, like okay," so when George Lucas made Star Wars, he just thought it was going to be a one and done. People got really excited, and I'm pretty positive that when he made. Uh, you know, episode five, he probably knew what was going to happen in episode six, like as a storyteller. And I do believe that George Lucas is one yeah, of the greatest storytellers of, of all time, mm -hmm. where he probably had it mapped out. These guys, it almost seems like we did seven. Mm -hmm. Ryan Johnson said, that's cool. I'll do eight. And now J.J. Abrams, unfortunately, has to go. Well, what's interesting Shit. is that <laughs> Ryan was writing while seven was shooting. Right. And it's weird that they didn't. That's what I mean. It, it's not talk. like they. It's like they didn't all just sit. in They the room. only talked about like one or two things, I guess. Yeah. For Ryan to ask JJ to do, and that's it. There, it wasn't like a. 
Clearly, it wasn't a... <laughs> it wasn't like all of them sitting in a room going, right. how does this trilogy look yeah, right. for the next uh, six years? Instead of it's, you made yours, you... Like, that's what... That, I mean, I hate to say it, and I don't want to go off on this tangent, but it's almost like what DC is doing, too. You go do your thing, you do your thing, you do your thing, and maybe it will come together at some point. Now when the same company has done ten years of Marvel movies, and it's like well, the best thing you've ever seen. Do you it's think not- that they need a Kevin Feige in order to... To this, make this well, work. Everybody's like, well, Kathleen Kennedy needs to go. Like, she's not Kevin Feige. She's a producer. You know what I mean? Kevin Feige is a, is a creative mind. Like, Dave Filoni, yes, I think Dave Filoni could do an amazing job at that. But, you know, keep him where he's actually shining still. You know, it's I would love Dave Filoni to do a I'd, movie. I, I wish Dave Filoni but, was there, Kevin Feige. And, like, Pablo Hidalgo, like... He's just a member of the he's story. He's just, like, like, I know, but somebody with that kind of power and that kind of, like... I'm making, I'm threading all the canon and we're doing all this. I would think they would be more invested in their movies that are going to make, you know, are the ones making the money. Um, my comment about it is that I get more excited watching Rogue One and Solo because of the way they can just dip dip in these Easter eggs and, 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 and make me laugh. You know, it's just like, holy shit, I can't believe they did that. And um, I just, I, I, as much as I love Seven, I just don't get the same feeling from those two movies as I do from the standalones. Well, you know, I, I said, like, after Solo, I, this is the most fun Star Wars movie that I've seen mm-hmm. in this new world. Because it didn't have that weight. It didn't have that heaviness. And especially Last Jedi is pure. Like, I can't even think of a fun time in The Last Jedi with the exception of, like, the throne room scene, which isn't... Fun. It's just a cool. Oh, ass you hate scene. that scene in um, the casino town there, or whatever. Uh, That's not fun. It's fun for some people, I'm sure. Kids, kids, yeah, and, yeah. you know, small Which, children. You know, it's still, I know, movie. and they still are. No, and like, and like, but I'm saying, like, but in Solo is way more fun for kids than it even is for me. But I'm just saying, I had a fun time. It felt like I was watching Star Wars mm-hmm. instead of. The Last Jedi at points felt like I'm watching a heavy ass drama that happens to be in a galaxy far, far away. Which isn't, you know, when you have all these, like Marvel has all these different genre films. They do, then, you know. So I, there's nothing wrong with doing that. It's just how. But you again, you know that it's all connected. Right. You know that the things that happen to to I mean, Captain America directly deal with what's going to happen in this world. I always pose this question too, though: is is The Empire Strikes Back a fun movie to watch? No, right. I mean, I love it. It's, I love that, that movie, scene. but it's not fun. You know, it's <laughs> it's dire, and it's the same feeling as you get through the Last Jedi, which I still will wait. Like I said, until we have the final piece and see what they do to really, who knows? It's such an, I mean, people hate the Empire Strikes Back when it came out. So, yeah, and I don't hate the Last Jedi. I don't, I don't hate no, it. No, 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 none of us hate the Last Jedi. No, not at all. Um, it just, you know. Like I said, I can't hate it and I can't love it. That's the yeah, weird. It's very wishy washy for me. So I loved Solo, <laughs> but I want them to get away from all these fucking people we know. Yeah. So now, so that's the other question, right? Now that they have not officially said that they're not going to do these solo movies, or they're on hold or hiatus or however it is, what what are your thoughts on that? My, you know, the funny thing is, and I read this the other day was. Even if they made an Obi-Wan movie, people would still hate it or find something wrong with it. And, and that's, that's going to be everything. Right. I'm just saying, like, this is what we, this is the weird we live in, you know. Um, yeah, I want to see an Obi-Wan movie. 
who doesn't want to see that. Um, and it's, that's actually the last one I would want to see. That's what they as should far do. as wrap that up. Star Wars story goes. Mm-hmm. Like they can do Star Wars story. That's like some random yeah, ass I would person we do don't that. like I would Ezra that. you know what I mean Get like the, tell me that in a I don't even action. I don't want that either right. man like, I really don't don't, don't just, do a Boba Fett movie do a ugh. criminal underworld movie and For have sure. these characters in it yes but you have like they don't have to be the center of the movie you know it's it's there's so many different directions you can you go with this. I, I want to see new people yeah. why do we yeah. have to keep we doing don't. this we don't and it's isn't there enough Again, books, comics, yeah. tapes, <laughs> you know, like, it's all out there. All these characters are yeah. everywhere. Why do we keep needing to see these... Because they're marketable. ...same fucking people? It's... Like, when this galaxy is supposed to be... Right. Right. Everybody vast. wants new. Everybody wants... We've Old seen Republic. it. Well, no, oh, the, my gosh. You know, it's... We would love the... Outer, outer Rim. Yeah. Uh, what, like, I, was, I mean, the Old Republic... <laughs> That's the biggest timeline I want to see. Yeah. Uh, no Skywalkers. None of that crap. But when both the Sith and the Jedi were flourishing, I want to see that. Yeah. You yeah. know? And hopefully, I think everybody can agree on that one. Yes. And, and everyone can agree on Obi. I guess the, the only reason I said Ezra is because they didn't resolve that story. And I do want to see how that I'm ends. Sure I know will. you don't, but I do. In some in some fashion they will, but again, Day it's still 20. connected to everything. I right. Just, I just don't care. And Thrawn comes back. I would like to see Thrawn. I want to see Mukhtar Poppenhoffen on. I know, think we're going to see that meat boot somewhere. <laughs> oh, that's coming. So, yeah. are we excited about Episode Nine? I am. Yeah. My my enthusiasm has not waned at okay. all. Okay. No. I am 100%. I. Just the other day, I was daydreaming about what this teaser was going to look like <laughs> and thinking about me getting giddy and smiley again. Like, because it's it's Star Wars, man. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, when will we see this? It's the teaser? main saga. Well, uh, April next year. April. For yeah, the celebration. The first one? Okay. Yeah. Oh, it'll be for December of next year. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because next year we get that episode nine. Yeah, I think that um, they should keep it in December Forever, don't I it. think they will. I think they they know better now. One movie, one movie a year, not one movie two. a year. Just do one do. movie a year. Let us anticipate. So, other than the Old Republic, and maybe you know, are we going to see? Because Ryan Johnson still has a trilogy coming out, mm-hmm. which uh, I'm very the Game of Thrones guys still have a yeah. something happening. All away from this, John what do you Favreau's think? Favreau's live action show, but I'm okay with those shows. <laughs> that will be doing that will, stuff. That will take like people if there's know. Boba Fett, if there, there's there you know Tales from Us Eisley. Yes, that stuff I'm that okay with. Anthology stuff would be awesome. You if know, every episode was a different like a, following like, those, Arkham, you know. That's fine. A long form tale about you know Jabba's underworld, <laughs> like Underwear? that sounds sweet to me. Like I think it's a freemaker stuff episode. like that. You know, that's cool. Yeah. Man. I mean, I what Christian said on uh, Collider Jedi Council about how he's going to get to a point where he's more excited about the TV shows than the movies. In some ways, I probably like if you stacked up most of the movies that are coming out this year versus Game of Thrones next year, I could tell you what I'm more excited about. <laughs> like Game of Thrones, it's, I just I'm pumped for Game of Thrones or Stranger Things or you know some of these things that they're doing on television, which are like 
you know, long form storytelling that 13 hours, like I'm excited for what John Favreau, who has proven himself time and time again with Disney specifically, where I, whew, what they could do in that live action show and something that we've all been waiting for since like, what, 99 or something? And you something? know they're going to do Forever. more Star Wars shows. Oh, yeah. It's not just going to be one Star no, Wars no, show. No, There's no. going to be multiple Star Wars shows. Oh, they already announced that. Yeah. I mean, we're going to get, who, I mean, you know. We have no idea. <laughs> Except for, what is that cartoon that's coming? Yeah, so, yeah. Or we're going to get the Fart Hammers. I, I think, think it's the Fart or? Hammers reunion. Legion of Fart Hammers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. It looks good. So, with what you've thought in your in your daydreams, have you thought about what else we might end up seeing in Episode Nine, like the future? Force Ghost Luke. I know we're going to see Force Ghost Luke. You know we're going to see. We it? are seeing Force. Ghost Luke. <laughs> you are stupid if you think you're not going to see Force Ghost Luke. Yeah. Yes, you're going to see Force Ghost. Luke. Will we see Force Ghost Anakin? Um. Christian Slater. They, what is his name? <laughs> yes, Anakin Christian Slater. Slater. Is going to be playing Sky Rancher. <laughs> <laughs> Hayden Christensen. Yes, that's his name. <laughs> I don't know. I had the insult to Sebastian, you know, Sebastian Shaw at the end of Jedi, you know, replacing his well, that image. Was um, stupid. I mean, they, the speculation that he was going to be in this movie didn't happen, you know, just because they show up on set. Quite honestly, though, I would be cool if they them. did show Christ, Hayden Christensen. Uh, only because... To tell Kylo to shut up. I believe with a good director... Yes. He could probably give us a really great performance of Anakin Skywalker. So I would... He's fine in other movies. I would even be okay if it were like a flashback. You know what I mean? Of him still sort of dealing with... Him becoming Vader and all that stuff and Mm -hmm. that transformation because you know he's still flip-flopping early on. You know he is, you know? Before he truly That would be cool. What about, Um, would you take a movie, a Vader movie? Let me put it that way. As long as we're... Between three and four? Yeah. (laughs) Fuck yes, I would. That's not... To be honest with you, it's, 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 it's an instant reaction because to see... Like, if they did what they did in Lords of the Sith, that book where it was Empire or the Emperor and Vader crash landing on a planet that and having sense. to survive this rebel attack, like, to see them going full balls to the wall, just killing things left and right, yes. Heck yes. Hunting down Jedi, fuck yes. Sorry, we just swore so much. I did. Uh, Forget about it. I sworn once. I did, too. Amazing. Yeah. Sorry, guys, but yeah. Yep, I would. Wouldn't you? You would. Don't act like you wouldn't want to see that movie. Uh, well, yeah, but I would also feel like, really, Disney? Yeah, and then you'd watch Take it and money. cry for two hours. I still, and, yeah, yeah, it would like, still would be amazing, but again, I'd still have that. Why can't we see somebody new? Same thing with Solo. We, none of us wanted to see Solo. Chris was like, Chris didn't even want. Chris didn't want to see it. Opening weekend, I had to. Con- I had to go, dude. I'm telling you right now, it is great. you have to see it. And I bought tickets immediately. Yeah, but you were like, eh, I don't need suit opening weekend. And I, I was, was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of you know disenfranchised. Yeah, a little bit. Um, the marketing behind that. The, the marketing wasn't good. The marketing it wasn't was marketing. It was horrible. It was, you know, the whole director thing really screwed it up for them. Um, it just, 
it was plagued from the beginning, and it was such a great movie, and that's the bad thing. It's sad. Who would who would direct who would direct Obi Wan, mm. or who would direct a Vader movie? Because they had remember we had had that announcement, which was not official again, of James Mangold directing was it Boba Fett, Boba Fett? Boba Fett. Yeah. which I was like, I just again, I don't care. I'm don't sorry, care. guys. I like Boba Fett, but to carry a movie that's not Boba Fett and the Bounty Hunters, right. I don't. Um, but I'm sure care. that's what it will be. Well, yeah, and then that's fine. But or a movie where he's the villain in the movie, and you have these unknowns as the main people. But he isn't really a villain. He's just a dude who likes money. It's a lackey. Yeah, I mean, he's not really... I've never thought about Boba Fett as a villain. Well, I just I mean, thought he's an antagonist. Got, well, the, all the yeah, because if somebody pays is, him higher... Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he's done good. And that's the thing about him is that things, the tie-in with the prequels now with him... Like, I like that story. I like the clones. And I think that was always such a cool thing. And I don't care about that. No, I, no. I hated all that. The only thing that I but liked about... what made that better is the Clone Wars. So if you go... You gotta... Like, I didn't like that at first, but what enriches it is the Clone Wars, and... Thinking about <clears throat> Boba Fett, I think nothing of those. No, no, no. Time. I'm not talking about Boba Fett. I'm talking about the clones in general. I hate Boba Fett in the show. Wait, you want to see clones again? I'm just talking about him being, being uh, a perfect clone. That's Gotcha. You know what I mean? That, that concept was always neat to me, um, but then they really mistreated him in the Clone Wars. Showing... Like, Showing Darth Maul at the end of Solo Mm -hmm. was the one thing where I go, okay, cinematically, I can get behind this. Like, if you show me a clone that, like, a Rex that, like, survived in a movie, I'd be like, ugh, like, I'm done. You know, it's fine in Rebels, but I don't want to see those clones anymore ever again. But that, that Darth Maul thing was like, hey, that's real cool, because if you watch... Like, I had so many people who were like, how is he alive? And I was just like, well, you, yeah. yeah, they they didn't even try to make it, like, for the fans to explain it, for the general audience. It was for fans. There's a hold of his lightsaber, like a tool. <laughs> it was such, Still, it's such it was a cool. funny scene, because I remember when they are like, yeah, this time period in Darth Maul's life is really great, so we should just do this. Yeah, it was but, very smart. Not that it's going to go anywhere now, but... Yeah, yeah do we think we're going to ever even see any more of these stories, or no? Who knows? Uh, <laughs> I think there's enough people who want to find out what happens next that they'll do, like, a book. For Solo? Comic. Something like that, to expand that. Yeah. But I, I really would like to see another movie. We're not seeing another movie. Yeah. Well, that's a solo movie, but do, will we, sorry, will we see another S- Star Wars story? Yeah, we, they're going to do it. You think they'll they, do the Obi-Wan? I absolutely <laughs> believe they will do Obi-Wan. I 100% think Obi-Wan. Really? It'd be a I, failure yeah. for them not to. I really think Obi-Wan is coming. Yeah. They just won't call it a Star Wars story. They'll probably <laughs> get rid of that tagline. Eh, if anything, it'll be the last one of those. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll wrap it up. And they the will trilogy. sort of do... Other outlining, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you and, know. I mean, do you think that we're demanding and too much? Quite honestly, fans? you know what? They don't even need to. Right. They could do Obi Wan, call it a day, okay. because they've got three more coming from Ryan Johnson, and a series of movies coming from Benny the Game of Thrones Weiss dude. or whatever. Yeah, so it's a series like, of movies. Yeah, they didn't call it. A they trilogy. didn't say it. it just yeah. said a series of films from those guys. Which I hope is the so old Republic. That's like enough, you know. Like, come on. Yeah, then you're gonna. Especially if they do twenty twenty with one of them, twenty twenty one with another one. You know, like they alternate those. Like, 
Yeah. We don't need Star Wars stories. I think what they were were, uh, really hoping on was that these Star Wars stories would take off and they could throw them into the summer slot as a moneymaker and then they could keep the other slot in December. Clearly that's not going to work. Well. One a year. Yeah. Yeah, I think for right now it's one a year and I think until they really get their vision in place as to what how they want to do these movies because i think that they're teetering on a fine line between fan service and fan shit on star wars celebration is going to be really interesting because it's already sold out i know but what i mean is they probably are gonna almost in a way try to get that good faith from the build up to episode seven, nine, no, to get to get How that feeling back. Oh, feeling. get that feeling back again. Yes. Sorry, yes, yes. I yes. think there's going to be a lot of like stuff uh, announced announced that is more like fan friendly. But that's what I mean. Like Obi Wan would be the thing that would bind us fans to shut well, up. Well, that. But I think there's going to be a lot of stuff talked about for sure on all fronts. Right. You know, they got to do some big PR stuff. Yes, like, uh, and I think. But I what think else it'll could come, be, What else would you? I do? think it'll come out as like announce what these other things are, and a more cohesive group. I think they might even have a new head of creativity. You know, the creative. I think uh, while Kathleen nice. Kennedy still stays as producing, producing yeah. you know, I I really do wish they would put Dave Filoni who. The reason why, but the reason why I like Dave Filoni is because he is old school and new school. He learned from Lucas, took what he learned from Lucas, and made it into a good thing. That's the reason why I think it should be Dave Filoni. Nobody else knows what Lucas knows. I mean, he's his right hand boy. Yeah, his protege. Yeah, and and that's the that's the real reason why. And I think like the dude should not just be stuck in these cartoons. It may, but maybe he no, he might want to, and I get it. Well, that's that's where we're headed now with with statements uh, that people don't want to take on these projects, or um, this toxic fandom is going to make the people like the the talent disappear from these movies. They don't want to be part of it because then they're going to be ridiculed. Well, I would be everything. Yeah, if yeah, I yeah. was a young actress, I would probably really think about if I wanted to be in a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Like if I was a up and coming actress, like twenty twenty two, because the ones who are in them got. Destroyed, yeah. and I and it, it's it's sad, you know. Yeah. Laura Dern, she can hold her own. She's been in it for a long time. Like she doesn't care about that kind of world. Carrie, Fit, well, she just wanted to be in that piece. movie. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, but if I was a well, young Carrie, would have been ripping these. Fans oh yes, of course she would. <laughs> but that, that's what I mean. Like Carrie Fisher, she would. This would mean nothing to her. But I, if a, you were a young actress trying to make your way, like Felicity Jones didn't get shit on like this. And it's weird. And not that I'm glad she didn't, but she just didn't, she didn't get that backlash. I mean, well, be, people pretty well, much like that Daisy role. Ridley barely did in that first one. Yeah, but barely. that was enough for her to quit. Yeah, but it, was, it wasn't like it is now. Well, no, it's you know worse I mean? now. It's way worse now. Almost everybody from The Last Jedi is getting shit on, you know? And Boyega seems to be the only one who's like... Fuck all y'all. Yeah. You know As he mean? should. He does talk back, which I appreciate. Well, true. He should. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Yeah. You know, you whiny brat. Sheesh. Yeah, none of us, 
own Star Wars. That's <laughs> I mean, really, that's it. We don't own it. We love it. We and feel like we here's own the it, thing, folks. We, we have the power to go or not go. It's not them making you do it. Nobody's making you go to see these movies. Nobody's making you go to buy these products. You're doing it. So shame on you. You know, like, don't blame the people. Blame yourselves. That's it. Let's it's end true, man. Low no. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's you, you are. Truth. Yeah, you are right. Of course. Truth. And you know, every single one of these people who said, fuck Solo, I'm not going to see Solo, I bet they're going to see Solo a different way. Oh, yeah. I bet they're going to see Episode Nine. Why? But they hate Star Wars. Star Wars is over. It's ruined Star Wars for them. Why would they continue? Yeah. Oh, and just to clarify, I wanted to see Solo. I was afraid to see Solo. But you knew I was afraid. you were still going to see Solo. You knew you were going to see it. It doesn't matter how many people say, I'm not giving Lucasfilm my money. Because it's always backed up with, I'll see it on video. <laughs> I'll download it. Why? But you hate it. That just boggles my mind. Same. I'll never understand it's the, that. It's a Transformers thing. Well, it's it's any fan. First it's in like, line. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to see that. First in line. And then, like, you know. Yeah, literally the first later, in line. Oh, this is about, so horrible. I hate Michael Bay. Why do I even see these movies first day, first showing? <laughs> I, I, I do you. <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> Eventually, no matter how many times, no matter how red you get saying, I'm not going to see this ever. At some point, you will see what you supposedly hate. Okay. Could be. So you got to ask the question: Why? Why? Though a lot of people did not see that solo movie, <laughs> but I bet they will. No, they will. I bet they will. That was a a time where. And how many people do you buy? Do you believe? You know what I mean? They can they can shout it from the heavens. No, no, I, you I, no I'm know. saying that, but I mean, like with the with the financial failing of Solo, this was the first time where it really was. Well, like, was a little. They bit didn't of, go see it. I think it was a little bit of everything. They screwed Honestly, up. Honey, I really it out do think it was in May. They screwed it out, putting up so close next. To I think like, it was timing. The time. I, I think if that movie came out in December, it would have made its money back for a hundred percent. I believe that right. if it came out in December, I think the reaction. Um, for them to pull it right, like pull things, or even like hint at doing it was a little. What do you mean? I don't know. I was waiting for the second week to go and it to blow up because people are going to tell people, you know, oh, this is a great movie, go see it, and then it didn't happen. And I'm like, maybe it'll do well on Blu-ray or something. Like well, that. people were Who saying knows? that though. I know, but nobody. <laughs> you know? I know it's when we're like, hey, it's actually good. Go yeah. see it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, it, I think it will make some money, you know, in Blu-ray sales. But well, if they would have put it in December. in the end, I, I honestly don't think Disney and Lucasfilm gives a shit. I think what hurts them is the um, people not giving it a shot, people not giving it like you know, looking at it for what it is and. I don't think the money... What I'm saying is I don't think the money hurts them. They already made their $4 billion They're fucking back. Disney. Right. They, they are not money. hurting. Right. Whatsoever. This is fucking toilet tissue to them. You know what I mean? Right. Like, not to... I mean, opening, for, opening with $90 million that's isn't hurting Disney. what I'm saying, Disney. though, is like, why, why say, oh, oh my gosh, we gotta do this knee-jerk reaction? You, like, to pull the solo films? The anthology films? Just take your hit and move but on. I, but I don't do a think, better job with it. I don't think... I think... I don't think it's necessarily that. Hmm. 
I don't. And yeah. it came out later that no, that's not what we said. Okay. So it's all these sites that want clickbait that are saying, "Oh, it's gone." Good plug it done. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Disney never officially. Answered. I think it's them just evaluating. Take a step. Back. Actually, taking a step back. Right. And yeah. really formulating the future. That's what I think is happening. Yeah. I think they got too uh, prideful. I think they 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 really knocked it out of the park with episode seven. Mm-hmm. Rogue One was still a big hit. Last Jedi is still a monster financial it success. Still, it's, Even it's still just, a two billion exactly, dollars. Exactly, despite what people say, like it still made a ton of money. And I think they were just like, and then like once they got the wind knocked out of them, they were like, a billion, two billion. Yeah, I think that's what it was. They just were like, oh, you know, Star Wars can is not infallible, and and that really kind of threw them for a loop. And it's good. They need to evaluate. Every company does. Every company needs to go, are we doing what we should do and Marvel to make did it, it better? Marvel did that in the beginning. Yes. Marvel did it after Iron Man 2. Yes. Incredible. You know what I mean? They sort of took a step Ooh. back and was, okay, <laughs> let's rejigger this. And they've had number one hits since. Yep. They've all been number one every time. <laughs> well, people don't. People like to crap on Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3 made a ton Oh, yeah, made over a billion dollars. Exactly. Like, people just don't... I don't want... They don't, I mean, that doesn't mean quality, but... Right. You know, because look at the Transformers movies. <laughs> people hate those movies, but it they're billion-dollar so movies, much. other than the last one. The yeah. last one didn't even make a $100 million opening. The yeah, last one was that. in, the, like, the 60s Yeah, yeah. It's because it's... Come on, man. That's why the sequel's been pulled. Um, so, anywho, Star Wars, we're excited about the future. There's Always. no reason not to be. Yeah. Really. You know? There is so much out there for people to enjoy. So that's it. All right. I don't know, man. Cool. So this has been our little Star Wars State of the Union. Uh, you know, with Lucas and Disney Film and all that stuff. Lucas Film Disney. <laughs> um, yeah. So hit subscribe. Um, check out the other comment, please. Yeah, comment. Talk to us. I'm. You know. <laughs> You Star Wars fans, talk to us. <laughs> we know you love to talk. Uh, don't, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know they do. <laughs> please, Hammer, don't hurt us, but just talk to us. Let's have you know, a nice, constructive talk. Friendly we, debates. Yeah, friendly stuff. debate. That's that's good. Yes. You know? And, um, and Bobby, we know you love everything. Yeah. <laughs> everything yeah. Star Wars. Everything. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we know. Uh, as we, but that's okay. Yeah. We're on our fourth year of both podcasts. And Chris and I are on our sixth year, going into our sixth year of Don'tForgetTowel.com. Um, we'll be doing a giveaway for the sixth year uh, slash hundredth episode of the podcast, which is soon. Soon. This is like episode 95, Ish. I think. For Talley for, yeah, for Talk, yep. So Five Moss. Yep. Yep. Indeed. Um, so... Yeah, that's it. This is Casey saying, uh, may the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> that's what we need. Where's that Spaceballs 2? Seriously. Save the franchise. Seavage. <laughs> it's been great. See you next time, guys. Nah.